Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to episode 240 for Slam Fry Radio for January 18th, 2018. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly Lynn. And I'm another one of your hosts, Brian. And I'm Trevor. And I'm Adriel. And Trevor was ready for 10 minutes, so let's get going. Where is he? <laughs> Not talking. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Keep going. Oh, he <sighs> dropped off. His, All right. his connection isn't the greatest, but let's, let's, uh, why don't we keep going on? Why don't we talk about what we did in guns? So what we did in guns this week is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearm retailer. So right now they have the Swiss Arms Classic Green Rifles are back in stock. So woohoo! All right, Brian, it's either Brian or Matthew. So I'm Matthew's not on. So Brian, I, I'm not speaking for Matthew anymore. I'm done with that. I just don't feel comfortable. No, so why don't we, no cool. okay. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So I went to Epps today, uh, picked up a bunch of bullets, a bunch of primers, a bunch of powder for service rifle. So, um, I got like 400 rounds of 400 bullets, uh, Lapua 77 green, um, hollow point boat tail match stuff and five pounds of the powder that I use that I can't think the name of right now. And, uh, about a thousand primers and I still got some more bullets on, on order. So they're waiting, uh, waiting to get in. Um, that's that's it. At least I've got all the components I need to put together loads, but I am pretty sure I'm going to end up with a new barrel before I start shooting matches. So I want to wait and do some load development before I just hammer together a whole bunch of ammo because, huh. you know, I may as well just check and make sure that I'm using the best best loads I can. So loading in bulk is great unless you load in bulk and not get the best thing you're looking for. So, um I also have been recently looking into getting a wind meter. Um, you guys have had Ben click on the show before, correct? Yep. Yep. Okay. So Ben had a post this week and it just kind of dawned on me that yes, I should get a wind meter so that when I'm at a range, I can start judging what environmental conditions I see translate into actual wind conditions. So by having a wind meter, I'll actually be able to measure the wind and kind of start start training myself a little more. So I'm just trying to find something that's reasonable. Um, I'm probably going to end up getting like a low cost Kestrel. Um, I was looking at some stuff that could work with my phone. Um, However, I don't want to have to depend on my phone because, hey, my phone battery doesn't tend to last the whole day. B, some of the ranges I go to say no phones just for various reasons, good or bad. And I may as well just have a separate uh, standalone unit that I could just throw in my bag and then I'm not dependent on my phone for, for everything. So probably going to get uh, either a Kestrel 1000 or a Kestrel 2000. Um, doing the research was interesting because every time I hear somebody talk about Kestrels, it's like the Kestrel with the ballistic apps and it's like 600 bucks, 900 bucks. And I'm like, I, I don't want to spend that kind of money, but I can spend less than 100 bucks on a cheap Kestrel and then I still have a quality wind meter even though it doesn't have all the ballistic stuff that I'm not going to use anyway. So why you could not punch, you could just punch that into a ballistic software, right? Like do you have, well, yeah. uh, 
um, oh, what's the one you can get for Android Styrac? Oh, there's there's tons of them out there. Actually, Street Lock. What I've got actually when I'm shooting, um, when I'm at a server's rifle event, I can't have anything on the firing line that's electronic. So I can't have my phone or anything like that. But I just have a chart that I mount on my arm. You, you know, you guys watch football yeah. enough to see like the yeah. quarterbacks have the the little thing on their arm with all the different plays. The data, data I've got the same arm. thing, yeah. literally the same thing I got from Amazon, and I have my wind charts. Uh, basically, it's a wind wheel as to show how much, yep. based on the wind velocity and the direction and my right. distance to target, how much I need to correct. So correct. that works for me. So as long as I can develop my ability to read environmental conditions and get a really good, accurate guess, good, accurate guess um, yep. as to what's going on, then I should be in a better position at least to make initial site corrections uh, for ciders and that kind of stuff. So I'm going to start you know, training my brain a little bit. I think that's important. Um, and then the only other thing I've done, um, I, just thinking I haven't shot in any kind of positions for months and months. Um, so I was kind of messing around in front of the TV with, with a rifle and stuff and getting down into seated positions and kneeling positions. And man, I'm glad I did because um, I've been going to the gym a lot and yeah. my, my body's in a different shape. Um, and um, I have... Yeah, it's it's just something to work on. It's important always to be, be continuous with your flexibility and um, dealing where you. So, what do you think your challenges are? Um, I have muscles in places I didn't have muscles before, so it's it it's a good problem to have, but I just got to work through it. So, uh, it's not going to be a big deal, but it would be um, it would have been interesting if I had just gone to the range and started shooting in those positions and not realized that. Oh, I've got to actually readjust things a little bit to suit my new physiology. So again, it's a good problem to have. And it's, Hey, it gave me a reason to sit with a, a rifle in my arms. Yay. That's always a good thing. I'm always, yep. I'm always happy with, you know, one of my ARs in my hands. So that's, that's, that's about all I've really been doing. Uh, gun wise, uh, Trevor, what have you been up to? I don't know if Trevor's on, is he? Nope. Uh, Trevor's, Trevor's out. Um, oh he's man. Out. He okay. is. Well, I, He's having issues with his internet right now. And it might be internet. It might be cat related too. Oh, Problem or or he's just been fed. He got fed up with us. Or left. there's the SWAT at the door because he's got one of these knives. They're now prohibited. <laughs> oh, careful. oh, um, I did actually do something else today with guns that I, I didn't, I didn't think about. Um, my wife sent me a text. I'm um, saying, yeah, I just called you to say hi. So I called her back. Yeah, I'm at school and we're in a lockdown. Oh, oh, great. So I got to worry about my wife with the potential for some kind of miscreant doing something un untoward at her school. But it turned out everything was fine. Apparently, she uh, then sent me a text later and said it's all over. So um, and she came down later. and She didn't seem, seem to have any extra holes. So I guess she was fine. I, I'm assuming she would have called me to say if she'd been shot by some criminal but Buddy. probably be a text or something at least right i think it would warrant at least a text yeah you know maybe an email but probably a text app or yeah. something yeah so yeah. yeah so so that was interesting because of course things go through your mind like okay what do i do with this because you know part of me wants to go and and protect my my spouse and and that kind of thing so part of my instinct <laughs> so is to go to the school gonna... and find, find the little dirt bag and and pound on them and then i'm right. like oh wait a minute there's probably police there 
who would probably not take kindly to somebody else who they don't know being there. So I just have to be calm. Everything will be okay. You can't roll into school to defend it with uh, your tack vest and your AR-15 and your plates. That's probably yeah. That's I, the, I figured that would not be the thing to do. No, I <laughs> yeah. This, just things that flash through your mind when you think somebody might be in some distress. So yeah. you think that she might be a little open to taking one of the active killer defense courses. Now? Um, it's, it's hard to say. She, I also um, am reminded how much I hate the policy of lockdowns. Yeah. Oh, great. There's, there's a criminal yeah. miscreant in the school. Let's lock everybody in so they can't get away from the criminal miscreant. It, it makes me um, crazy. Angry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't agree with it, but anyway, so, and it, what's funny is she's not even teaching. She just happened to go into school today to get prepped for next semester when she finally goes back to work. So like, it's the one day she's been in school since March and she gets to hit an, an um, uh, lockdown. Do you know the reason why there was a lockdown though? I, I think something possible weapon in school was what they were told. So I don't know, some nail clippers. Per- person who may or may not be a dirtbag may or may not have had a weapon of some type that was noticed by somebody. Apparently the police were on site. I, I don't know okay. the whole details. I'm sure not enough information will be released tomorrow in the media. All right. I'll ask her after the show, but I'm here now for the listeners and for you guys. Thank Instead you. of talking to my wife about her lockdown. So I'm comforting her. Yeah, all that stuff. I'm sure I'm going to pay for that later. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your podcast, you jerk. Uh, all right. Adriel. Hopefully she's making me supper, too. Adriel, what about you? What did you do in guns this week? Uh, let's see. Okay, so one of the things I was referring to there, um, if you have a knife that's got a nub on it, like that nub, or one of the little guys at the back, like one of these guys and it can open with centrifugal force, which pretty much all these folders can. Cause you just go like this. Then they're not coming into the country anymore because they're prohibited knives. So interesting, that interesting little thing that's happening there. I don't know whether that's going to get overturned or whether that's going to I think they're going to challenge that. Yeah. I think, uh, I think there's a lot of uh, like retailers who, are bringing in subs that would meet that definition. So yeah. kind of silly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, so that's kind of silly. Uh, I got my BMAG stock in. So oh, did you? average BMAG was, uh, it had like a Palmer plastic, black plastic stock on it. And I got a Boyd stock on it. So that's beautiful. there it is with the Boyd stock. Shiny. This was one of their special buys, which means it was $109 US. And uh, it's quite a bit heavier than the other one. The other one was, uh, oh, I can't remember. This one's about a half to three quarters of a pound more, um, which is actually kind of nice. This is a this is a heavy barrel uh, rifle, and most of the weight was towards the front before. It had like a real flimsy plastic stock on it. Now it's got, you know, a big solid chunk of uh, uh, wood at the back, and now it balances quite a bit nicer. So the balance on it is better. Um, it's a much stiffer stock as well because it's, uh, you know, a laminate stock. And it uh, looks pretty good, too. doesn't look like a piece of poo. Yeah, so, beautiful. Yeah. I I've really like... F- Sorry, I've always ahead. been a fan of laminate stocks. They just look nice and they feel solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, those Boyd stocks are, are a real inexpensive way of making a cheap rifle look pretty good. Good. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of it. Um, I've been doing a lot of dry fire with, uh, with the Glock. I've got that Glock 34 that I've been uh, practicing with. Uh, I've been using the little laser bullet thing and the target. Um, 
practicing my draw, practicing uh, strong hand, weak hand shots with it, and uh, starting to feel really comfortable with it. I still I, I need to get some rounds down range with that thing, so I need to uh, find time to get like a, a a real good range visit with it. Um, and then I wrote an article on training. So I've been um, I'm on the subreddit uh, Canada Guns on on Reddit, and like a common thing that comes along is like. I don't know, I, well, how do I get into competition or something like that? So I thought I'd write an article that talked about the kinds of competition and the kinds of um, training you can do across the country. So not just like yeah. these guys do this kind of training, what kind of training you can get in Alberta and in Ontario and in you know most places, at least in Canada. Um, so I put that together uh, just so that I don't have to, <laughs> I don't have to write it every single time. <laughs> so I, I had things like the CFSC, uh, which I didn't actually take. I have, uh, my pal is old enough that um, I could challenge back then. Um, I'd imagine the course is quite a bit different now. So I actually had to uh, talk to people who have gotten their pal more recently about what's inside of that thing to uh, give an opinion on it. Um, and then I talked about the black badge uh, for Ipsic. I talked about maple seed. I talked about uh, CQB clinics. And, uh, and then I had a whole bunch of other ones in there that are just a more general kind of training, but uh um, yeah, yeah. So I wrote that article. Um, I think that's about it. I don't know if I, uh, I, I, I think I talked about it last time. Here's that site pusher. Yep. Cool. I like it. Yeah. But now you guys get to see it on video. So this is even better, right? So this is, this yep. is where that rear, uh, the rear slide would go. This guy at the top here, you know, if this is the rack. It kind of like pushes it one way. It looks the, like a medieval torture device. You can stick things in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have you have you worked with it much, Adriel? I used it to adjust the sights on my Glock 17. Yes, so it uh, it works. Cool. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's uh, it's actually quite easy. So you use this dial at the bottom here to like set your height, and then you kind of like pinch in from the sides with these guys. And then this one here kind of clamps down on it to hold it in place. And then you use uh, this block here to move it to the left or to the right. So right. it does work. Yeah. And it was, I imagine it's, I don't know, some Chinese version of whatever this thing is. But yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's relatively portable. So you can take it to the range with you, right? Yeah. 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 I was thinking of, um, I was actually thinking of doing something for my three gun league where. Uh, I show new people who maybe just haven't shot or just shot like one or two matches last year, how to do dual loads and quad loads. And then I was thinking of bringing that guy out as well, uh, because they could just bring the slide, right? Leave the restricted at home, bring your slide out and, uh, we could change some sites because otherwise you're using a brass punch on your sites and you're marring them up or damaging them or, or, or whatever. Right. So, yeah. but wouldn't you want them to be able to like, actually shoot the gun after the adjustment is made to make sure it's done right sure yeah but you know just given that getting it close enough would be uh better than nothing <laughs> and i could always take one of these out to the uh to the range uh on a match go to uh zero it in we've got a pistol only bay that's not used for matches um so they could sight it in there as well and then make their final adjustments uh day of kind of thing yeah, I guess the other thing would be to, to make sure somebody else shoots their gun to verify whether the sights need to be adjusted or if the shooter needs to be adjusted. Yeah. Uh, yep. Oh, guys. Um, uh, actually, I think that's you know, this uh, Glock 17. You know, the sights can be 
uh, one side or the other and you know people say it shoots left or whatever it's like mm, no the pistol's probably fine like if you get that rear sight centered on the slide it's probably where it needs to be yeah most likely yeah it's not not too bad um yeah yeah it, you um, don't want to be getting people to play their slice yes you know? yeah because that's yeah. the wrong thing to do with pistols as yes. i learned yep um yeah that's pretty much it for me uh kelly what about you well i didn't do really anything at all no I didn't. I didn't get to the range because the days that uh, I was able to get to the range, it, I actually wasn't able to get the range because we were snowed in. So I didn't go on the weekend. Um, lots of stuff going on with Maple Seed. We're going to be actually posting um, events soon. Uh, we have quite a few that have actually been confirmed. So we'll be getting that out. We're looking at our sponsors and uh, talking to them again for this year. And that's about it because, yeah, every night spent on that. Uh, did you guys register your calendars yet? Yes? No? Yes? Yep. Yes, I did. And then I got yelled at, yeah. but I s- just did it anyway. So that's Yeah, fine. do it. It's paid for, right? I paid for them, so... Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. I would do with the prizes, since I didn't actually buy the calendar, it's completely it, yeah, it's hard to say. But it's my gift to you, right? Well, there there is that, and and I rarely win things anyway. But anyway, we'll we'll, well go through this. You can't win unless you actually. Yeah, you can't win unless you try. Right. I, I know. Yeah. So that's fine. Some negative Nellies were all cranky, but that's fine. I wonder if anybody can guess who that is. I it's it's not it's not polite to talk of people who are not here oh wait it's a podcast we were supposed to put people under the bus who are not yeah. here and speaking <laughs> of not here what's going on with him uh the last message i got was i'm out have fun so i think oh, really? we're on our we're on our own we have yeah. no adult supervision oh dear uh okay usually our what do you what do we even say we, usually what suck? We, yeah well usually what we did in guns is like, are you know, awesome. hey. <laughs> Listen, listen, Adrian, I'll get a bone to pick with you while we're talking about what we did with guns. I watched that video review of that silly BB gun of yours. Yeah. Darn it. I Now I've got the want. I have no rational reason to have this thing, but I got well, the wants. Hello? <laughs> mouse control. Hi. Yes. No, I'm not launching BBs <laughs> around my house. No. Airsoft pellets <laughs> are one thing. BBs are a completely different kettle of fish. It shoots so fast. Like if you watch a video, the the rate of fire on that thing is insane. It's so I just, fast. I can totally see taking this to the cottage with my daughters and my nieces, my niece and nephew, and just letting them go nuts. Yeah. I, I definitely. I, yeah. Yeah. So hmm. I I ordered uh, actually that's that's another thing. I ordered a short a shoulder stock for it. Uh, I got one coming off eBay. It's eBay quality, so it's it's like crappy wood or whatever, but. A shoulder stock on that thing would be fun. Oh, okay. I'm going to stop talking to you because it costs <laughs> me money. He's going to get one. It's really oh, nice. That, that... Honestly, if it had a shoulder stock, it would be great in full auto. That would be just totally ridiculously fun. Shoulder yep. stock. Okay. Yeah. I, it's now time to cut aluminum. Oh, yes, that's true. Oh, yep. yes. Awesome. Yes. No, because <laughs> now it's time to take some pop cans and cut them in half. That's that's what a full auto broom handle Mauser is for cutting pumpkins. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, now, I, don't I, you, I don't know if you watch a video there, but uh, <laughs> I was doing it in my house and I shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of BB holes in the, in the wall there. D- yeah. Dimples in the wall. Just have to get it with some mud. And... 
it totally reminds me of like going to the local fair where they would have the the shooting range and they'd have a full auto BB Thompson like connected to like a big canister of air and you had to shoot out the star and you could never do it of course to win the prize but mm-hmm. that it just totally gives me that idea that I could practice that now at the cottage. I wonder oh. I wonder if there'd be a way of hooking it up to like scuba or like a a bigger CO2 container cuz those those little um those little silver ones go yeah. in like a mag or two. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It runs out so fast. Well, you could also I get the ones for soda stream. You may be overthinking this. Mm-hmm. Just suggesting perhaps. More Still. magazines? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a question. How many, mags does it, does it, how many magazines does it come with? Just one. Oh. But you could load a couple. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure they're reasonable. Canada Ammo has this thing. They're like 150 bucks. I should. Do I have any? This is terrible. I'll see if you I can know find Trevor. It. I'm going to tempt you on video here. Oh man, Tre- Trevor would be losing his mind at this point. You do realize that? Well, he's chasing cats or something. Whatever. It's hard to say. By the way, that's a nice duck behind you. You like my duck? Yeah. I like your duck. Yeah. Every I once shot. Well, it looks like it's sitting on your head, but yeah, depends. On- <laughs> there you go. So I, sh- I shot that duck. Yes. Oh. Like that. <laughs> oh. Dang it. This mag's loaded and I don't really want to load it in my house. No, no, don't. No, yeah, don't. <laughs> don't shoot your IOs. Yes. It's like literally. That's always an issue, don't. Ralphie. Uh, <laughs> Adriel, <laughs> I have words for you that I cannot say on the live podcast. So I could say it after, though. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous and it's completely immature. I am far too old to be interested in a full auto BB gun. And yet here I am. It's kind of like riding a moped, though. You don't want to be seen with it, but it's still fun. <laughs> yep. Right? Okay, yes. <laughs> that's the analogy that goes with that. Yeah, that's the one. It's one of them. All right. <laughs> All right. We're going to pass oh. on the other ones. All oh, right. My, my mind went in the gutter. <laughs> Why don't we talk about upcoming events? Because of the fact that we're just going to skip over that. All right. Uh, who wants to take the eighth annual podcasters charity event? Why don't you take that, Adriel? Sure. It's going to be a three-day event from uh, July 5th to the 7th. Yep. Uh, day one will be a Ferlacci handgun fundamentals class. Uh, there'll be 15 spots. Price to be announced. Yep. Day two will be a maple seed shoot. Yay! So I guess I should come for that. Yes, you do actually do need mm. to come for that i'll need to borrow a 22 yeah 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 we got, you got a couple right yeah yep. just a few yep. laying around your brother yep. <laughs> on the side day of the highway three. <laughs> day three will be the charity shoot which will include a mini steel challenge match similar to uspsa steel challenge there will be three divisions 22 pistol 22 rifle or nine millimeter and above following the steel challenge there will be a round of trap and 22 rifle silhouette Finally, we'll end the day with a fun little rifle shoot. Yay. Uh, all three events will take place at the Rest Goosh Gun Club in Balmoral, New Brunswick. And beyond that, I think we talked about, did we talk about the Slamfire Radio and the CCFR pub night in Edmonton Friday, July 13th? I think it showed up at the last episode, but it's always good to promote it again. Yeah, there wasn't much. Yeah, there wasn't much yeah. explanation on it. So yeah. Um. Well, last time we just had beers at Brewster's near my place. Okay. Probably do that again. Yep. 
Uh, let's see. The Ferlacci Handgun Fundamentals will be July 14th. Beyond Fundamentals, July 15th in the Edmonton area. Okay. Did you guys so, get a range yet? I was just going to no. <laughs> We'll get awesome. one. Okay. That's a detail. Folks, yeah. send your money in. We'll the find a range. Will work out. Yeah, it'll be fine. I got a backyard. Yeah. We're fine. We're fine. Really? Yeah. I'm actually now officially sorry that I cannot make the charity shoot this year. Uh, that's new. That's an announcement. What yeah, I know. It's it's just not going to happen. I, I have a very limited amount of time that I can take off in July and August, just my company's policy. So okay. I, yeah, I have to spend some time with the family and I have to spend some time doing other things, including going to national. So you have to pick one or yeah. the other. Yeah, I can't do everything until I become independently wealthy and can retire. Ooh, that sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not there yet, though. We got to get the uh, Modern Rifleman uh, Patreon going. Yeah, we'd have to actually put out episodes in order to make that worthwhile for anybody. So, yeah, no. Although you were on a roll for a while, you really were. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, about a month, and then yeah. Anyway, that's fine. We yeah, it is. It is what it is. It's you've fine. been on. I think this year you've been on uh, Slamfire Radio more than you've been on. Considering it is, radio the whole entire year. it is it is mid January and I have, we have not released an episode on uh, we almost okay. released the, the guys almost recorded an episode on the weekend and then they didn't because of something I forget what stuff eh, stuff being busy life happens well you so, could uh, you could always go for the pro sponsored shooter uh, thing that might get you out of uh, day work well he is mm-hmm. he's he's. Well, sponsored I'm sponsored by Elwood Epps. I am sponsored by Elwood Epps because Elwood Epps is cool enough to sponsor shooters. That's I think that's great for gun shops to be doing that. Um, however, um, it's not quite lucrative enough to pay my mortgage and put groceries on the table. Mm. So, right. Just so you know, let's. I'm just not there yet. So, okay. so I'm not Julie Gallup. I'm just you know, yeah. just a guy. Just a guy. He likes to shoot. Who's so, pretty good at pretty good at yeah, uh, good service rifle. Yeah. yeah, however, that's... Yeah, anyway, regardless. All right. I'm not selling guns for Smith & Wesson. Wesson. Nope. That, that would be a cool that. job, though. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Right. I, you we'll know, my parents, my parents sent me to school to be an engineer, so, you know, maybe I'll just keep working with that. Okay. So, in with respect to the podcast charity shoot, we do have a Facebook page, so if you'd like to go and check that out, we could add you to that. We'll have more details on that soon. And also... I'm I'm sorry, is there a specific Facebook page for the charity shoot? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's called the 8th Annual Podcasters Charity Shoot page. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. I did not know that. There it is. And anyone can join this thing, right? Anybody can join it. It's open to the public. Yeah, so we'll have updates on there. I think Trevor was posting on there he must not have been working yesterday because he was posting on that page. And also the Furlachi people can send their registration money now because that way uh, you can send Matthew and, and Trevor out there. But eventually they'll find a range. And once they do that, you know, they'll, they'll give you the information on where you're going. You can't, you can't walk around Alberta without tripping over a range. It's all good. No yeah, worries. True. It's all and, the other thing is, it is still winter, but we do know that events are coming up and gunches too. So if you do have any events that are happening in your neck of the woods, send us an email and we'll talk about it here and people. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, why don't we go on to the news? Adriel, you posted something about the Magpul Pro 700. 
Yeah, this is a this is a new. So, like uh, all the gun manufacturers are doing it this year, uh, they're all coming out with a precision rifle that's based on yeah. one of their rifle actions. Uh, Remington's doing the 700, and it's called the Pro 700 Precision Rifle Chassis. Um, now, one thing that they are doing differently with it, it is a lot more inexpensive than some of the other ones that are coming out. Uh, the MSRP on this thing is a thousand bucks, which is pretty low. I mean, the Ruger Precision is right around fifteen hundred, and I haven't seen many that have been around that price. Uh, maybe the Mossberg one is, but it's Mossberg one. Um, the yeah, it's, it's. I don't like the look of it. That grip on it is pretty goofy, pretty weird. Let me get a the ergonomics on it are here, and there you guys should be able to see it on the screen now. Yeah, there's the uh, see there. So uh, yeah, it's kind of a kind of an odd look on it. It's more comfortable. Maybe there's a reason for it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're That's facing cool. a lot of competition because they're uh, they're coming into a market that has a lot of other guns in it. Just like uh, last year's shot show, it seemed like everyone came out with a polymer striker fired pistol. Yep. Uh, this year, it seems like everyone's got a precision rifle precision. Uh, chassis. Yep. Yeah. I don't like the look of it at all. You'd have to swap out the the pistol grip on it. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. What What's interesting is I'm I'm looking at the but images of our our next news item, which is the model 700 PCR, yep. which has which is by Remington, and it has a much less goofy looking stock or chassis yeah. system. I don't understand. I'm very yeah, I'll just yeah. uh, I'll I'll share that one out. There's the uh, 700 PCR. Yeah, that one looks like this is the Magpul one, right? No, this is the yeah, Remington this, one. This is the Remington one. Although, all right. So, yeah. That's so, what did we just we, look at? Where did we just we look, look at, at the, the Magpul chassis? Oh, now I see. Now we have a Remington chassis, which appears to have a Magpul PRS stock, but I'm I'm just guessing on that. It's yeah. ee, weird. So, so if confusing. you could switch out portions of both of them, and it'd be a much better chassis. I'm just saying. Right. Yeah, and the MSRP yeah. on the rifle is twelve hundred. That's American, so five thousand. It might well, actually so translate to one. about What's the point twelve hundred bucks for Canadian. Isn't that kind of the general yeah. conversion? Pretty much. Because street price in the U.S. is less than MSRP generally, and then you do the conversion to Canadian pesos, and you end up with the same number ish. I think. Ish. Yeah, depending on what it is. I'll have right. to talk to, uh, I, I got some, uh, I know some people at Gravel, which is the Canadian distributor for Remington. I should maybe ask them about that. Hmm. Good idea. Yeah. I know a guy who can at least answer some questions. So yeah, it's interesting. Right. So maybe doing? while we're, while we're going over these other ones here, I'll just, uh, I'll screen share them so that we can, uh, we can kind That's of all idea. look at them. Yeah. So why don't we actually talk about the, uh, 458, 458. hammer, the hammer, the new uh, AR caliber. <laughs> yeah, Brian, did you see this one? This is a lot of power out of an AR. It's this is nice. And given that we now have a non-restricted AR-ish option in the Maccabee, right? This becomes interesting to me. Up to before now, I wouldn't care. But mm-hmm. if if we can fit this in a Maccabee action and go s- smack down some meat, giddy up. Well, this is like this is beyond just smacking down some meat. Like three thousand foot pounds is uh, is well into moose and elk territory. So, this could be so, used at at short range for for some big animals. I like it. I've always been a big fan of big bullets. I don't know why. <laughs> I just do. <laughs> I like well, big bullets. 
<laughs> I like big bullets and I cannot lie. Yeah, no, it's it's true. Like I used to shoot with I used to hunt deer with a a, a nine point nine point three millimeter and a thirty five Welland. So I like medium bores. So mm. now four fifty eight is is bigger than medium. That's big bore, but uh, yeah, that's interesting to me. Pretty meaty. I don't hunt. I don't hunt anymore. But so yeah. who's carrying this? Who's carrying it here in Canada? Oh, I'm. Uh, this is just a new announcement, so, so we probably don't know. don't know yet. Yeah, it's it's shot show season. Who knows yeah. who's carrying it? Yeah, I think uh, yeah, a lot of these guys are coming out with uh, with new stuff ahead of shot show. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think but, it's, I think shot show is officially a season now, right? Yeah. Like the Christmas season. The shot show season. The yeah, I mean, most, a lot of the a lot of the gun dealers have been like straight up saying. Uh, hey, we're going to shot show. We're not. We're not mailing anything. Yeah. <laughs> we're all going. Heck with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. That's that's actually literally true. Um, and anything ordered in the next little while will take a month and a half to get here. Mm-hmm. I need to speak so. to my sponsor about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's up next? Speaking of sponsors, Brian, when do you actually you put your name down for the BC Firearms Academy? Uh, it's the uh, prohibiting the uh, blackout. Oh yes. Okay. Sure. So. The NR the NROI, which I had to search to figure out what it was, the National Range Officers Institute of Canada yes. has prohibited the Serpa the Black Hawk, the Blackhawk Serpa holster. Right. Um, so I guess this applies to shooting sports in Canada like um, Ipsic. Yeah. I don't know if it applies to you um, IDPA type shooting, but basically they're saying the Holsters like the Black Ops Serpa, which uses your trigger finger to release the gun from the holster, is now verboten. Yes. Because people are not anyway, it, it leads to people who do dumb things doing dumb things and discharging their firearm in a way that is not safe. So yeah. I can sort of understand it. I can sort of not. It is what it is. There's lots of other holster options and many of them are better than the Serpa. So it would have been nice if they would have shared um, potentially like how many NDs they've, uh, they've had uh, ROs report up to them because if they said, yeah, we got, we had like 10 or five or however many NDs uh, um, for this particular holster. And that's why we're banning it. It would be, ah, that's why, because uh, otherwise it's um, like, I I know a lot of owners of Serpa holsters who are fine with them and have never ended with them and probably never will end with them. Uh, But that's not what a ruling like this is for a ruling like this is to stop new shooters from taking on a holster that is potentially problematic. Um, So it would have been nice to get, get that number because that would have just helped with uh, the justification for it. Yeah, all they're saying um, is many documented accident accidents, and it's been yeah, and it's and it's been banned by multiple law enforcement agencies and other sporting associations. So, it's they they are they're not striking out and being like the first and the most radical. Um, if if you've got law enforcement agencies, many of which have issued the SERPA in in the past, mm-hmm. um, are now saying, yeah, these are no good then I guess really kind of they're no good. Um, I do have a couple Serpas. Um, I've used them for CQB events in the past, but we also shoot condition three. So chamber empty, uh, mag inserted. So it's really, really hard to have an ND on the draw if you don't have a round in the chamber. Um, I do have one for my M&P Airsoft that I use with the kids just because 
I happen to have it. Use with the kids. Well, but again, <laughs> bad like, kid. I, you get the airsoft. <laughs> no, no, you know, we're doing handgun marksmanship stuff at the cottage with the kids, uh, but at the same time, I'm just handing them the gun. I'm not, you know, we're not doing speed draws um, with with uh, loaded airsoft guns. Um, mm-hmm. And bonus, apparently, um, their grandmother doesn't like it when she sees pictures <laughs> of them with a handgun. So. Giddy up. I'm, I'm down with that. <laughs> anyway. Now imagine um, them with a full auto uh, M712 I know, eh? out of a wooden holster. That's also a shoulder, shoulder stock. I know, right? Like, I don't have a choice. <laughs> this is horrible. This is all your fault. Anyway, uh, so, you know, for, for those particular uses, I am the Serpas I've got, I've got, and I'm going to keep, but certainly I won't be buying any more Serpas because that would be just dumb. Mm-hmm. So. Um, people, if you're looking at holsters, maybe look at not a Serpa. There's a, Anything but. yeah, Play there's a lot of, safari land. Yeah. yeah, there's, now, there's that being said, places that ban it. Like if you're going on a course, they're, they're not going to let you on the course. If you yeah, there's, know. yeah. And Blackhawk does make other non Serpa holsters. It's just the Serpa holster that you need to be concerned with. So yeah. mm-hmm. again, I don't, sh- I haven't seen it. I don't see the concerns necessarily based on my own experience, but there's so many better options. Just go with the better options. There's no yeah. reason to, other than the surplus cheap, which is why lots of law enforcement agencies went there because, yep. you know, stretching budgets, but yeah, get mm-hmm. something else, I guess. Yeah. What's our, uh, what's the next one we got here? We have EO attack and it's coming in. Uh, it's the new ones coming out at first shot show, uh, 2018. It's the new models for, as t- for 2018, the XPS and the EXPS models are now going to have a green reticle. And they say it's six times easier to acquire um, your, uh, or sorry to see, than the red in daytime. What if so, you're aiming at something in grass? Wow, nobody cares. Like, really? <laughs> this, is, this is not news. This is the part of the silliness of shot show season. Sorry. Oh, yeah. look at that. <laughs> Well, everybody's putting stuff Brian's in. Brian's not a fan show. of the green radical. Brian's oh, a hard just, side in the wool red radical like, guy. It's really I, now. I like the the uh, EOTech radical because I can actually see it. I have an astigmatism, so just a dot yeah. is never a dot. It's a weird star shaped thing. It's, that is it more like a football? Or? No, I it's a star. Like it's it's a snowflake, and th- that's the other thing. It's like a snowflake. <laughs> it's never the same way twice. Like it's just weird. Now, I I know that it doesn't really matter, especially up close and and that kind of stuff. But it's distracting. So I would prefer an etch reticle, which is what I tend to shoot, or I would prefer an EOTech reticle, which is projected in a different way that doesn't go all starry blurry Lucky. on me. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So Excellent. now that Brian has ranted, uh, Adriel, do you want to talk about EOTech some more? Yeah, they've got the uh, this Voodoo, which is kind of a funky name. Um, it's a five to twenty-five by fifty uh, first focal plane rifle scope. It's very short, so the thing that they're marketing on this thing is that it's a very compact, high magnification scope. Yeah. Uh, at eleven point two inches, this is very compact. It's a very compact scope. Um, so for some people out there, they don't want a huge honk and scope on their, uh, on their rifle. And, uh, this is a better choice for it. Better choice. Um, yeah. So right around 2000 us, which it's kind of in line with some of the higher end, uh, Prima rifle scopes. Um, so interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Now, you wanted to talk about the new uh, Tavor, right? The new bullpup shotgun yeah. that they have? Yeah. You've been posting this all over everywhere. <laughs> well, it's so... It's, this is a space gun. Look at this thing. <laughs> so, um, I think I think it was last year or the year before, um, we started seeing the 1216 shotgun. Uh, and that had uh, a rotating drum front like this. So, this is this is a rotating tube set. Um, and it's how they end up uh, getting more uh, shotgun shells in this thing. Uh, this thing can handle uh, a lot of rounds. Now, I've seen some places that say it's capable of holding 26 rounds. And I've seen some that say 15. I'm pretty sure it's the lower 15. Because you see here it says capable of holding 26. But then you see 15. I think they're talking about maybe like 2-inch shells or something. Because That's I don't think little, you can have both. The little baby. And that like... Well, and the, the Keltec uh, that holds twenty five rounds, it's st- it, like its mag tube is is massively longer than these ones. So I wouldn't imagine that this can actually hold you know one more uh, with twenty six. I'd imagine it is fifteen five in each of these uh, three tubes, kind of a thing, right? Yeah, two and three quarters or or three inch. She's uh, yeah. So, yes, yeah. yeah, semi-auto. Now, when the twelve sixteen uh, was going to come into Canada, the RCMP ruled that this is a magazine. These all these tubes are, are included in that calculation, so you don't get five per tube. You get five total, and that's that. Yeah. So if we wanted them, I guess, imagine this, okay? What if uh, the uh, uh, IWI made a tube with a little mount on the bottom? And what if we got a mag rotor? And what if you got two more tubes? Then you'd have 15 rounds. Yeah. (laughs) So it's still possible. Anyways, this is a semi-auto shotgun. It's bullpup, which is kind of cool. It's real weird looking. Um, but I like, I like that they're, uh, innovating and, uh, and bringing in some, uh, some new stuff, um, in terms of, uh, bullpup shotguns, there's the Puma K12 that we have here in Canada, which is the, uh, Norinco T97 kind of looking thing. Um, this one's real interesting. I don't think people will be using them a lot because of the limits on the, uh, magazine here, but they do look really cool. They look cool. Yes. Like that's what it's got going for it. Yeah, it looks cool. <laughs> that's about it. It it's, looks it's, cool. That's yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. I think, uh, is that all of our things that we need to talk that's about? That's the news, but let's talk about new stuff in Canada. You put some stuff in here, too. So there is Canadian Gun Nuts. Uh, so it's a FN... Um, 509 9 millimeter. Yeah, the FN, the FN 509 is the uh, upgraded version of the FNS... Mm-hmm. And uh, FNS, does it have a striker? One second here. Let me uh, let me share my screen and let me get presenting to everyone. Come on, you can do it. Looks striker fire to me. Yep. Here we go. Uh, no, this is the P320. Uh, this is the P320 X5. So uh, this is their race <clears throat> version of their pistol. So it's Wrong got uh, different sights. Uh, it's got uh, a magwell on it. Um, the trigger is a lot better in this one. You can see it's got that flat trigger on it, which I believe is also quite a bit lighter. Uh, so this is uh, Sig's race gun. Um, they're not uh, pricing-wise. I think the the pricing's off because I think uh, this is more expensive than uh, the Shadow Two, and I think the Shadow yeah. Two would probably be the better race gun. Um, yeah, I, but that's it's I, new I, in the market, right? 
I threw this in um, because it showed up in my Facebook feed and from from the supplier or the the dealer, and then it was immediately sold out. So I don't know if it was just an old Facebook feed thing, but I cannot understand why someone would want to spend more money on a Sig X5 than compared to a, say a Shadow Two. And I'm a big Sig P320 fan. I really want I want the grip module for sure to put mm. on my existing gun. But why you would want to spend more money on the polymer framed lighter gun compared to the shadow two and shoot in production in ipsic or idpa or whatever hap- you know i guess really ipsic up here mm-hmm. why you'd want to do that that makes no sense to me i was hoping actually trevor would be around so i could ask him about this but he hates the listeners and he's not here so <laughs> true yeah that's true yeah all right anyway so- we were starting to talk about the fn yeah, oh, and, yeah. I, and so something happened, and I'm going, all right. So go ahead. Yeah, Adriel went the, all wonky with the, uh, the FN. Yeah, there's the FN 509. So this is a short short slide with a barrel sticking at the front. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's what we get in Canada. That awesome. uh, looks like some taller sights on it. I do not know all the changes that have been made on this one compared to the uh, FNS, but there is a video uh, on the military arms channel and it looks like Vickers tactical has one as well. Yep. And you really like oh, this, pistol, don't you? Uh, this one? Adriel. I like yeah. my FNS. Well, like the, you like your FNS. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be running a Glock this season. Um, so I guess I like it, but you know, I'm not married to it. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good. There's like no, really no complaints about it. It just runs. It's kind of boring. <laughs> that's that's the beauty of a pistol. A pistol that's boring is good. Yeah. Boring pistols are good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what's next? We have uh Brian, you were actually going to talk about this. The oh, yes. RL conversion the, kits. Yes. So uh Wolverine Supplies uh-huh. is now carrying a 545 by 39 cal- caliber conversion kit for the XCRL. Yep. Um and they also have some ammo for it. Now they have Hornady ammo for it. So basically, the 545 by 39, for those who don't know, uh, Russia got over the uh, 762 by 39 way back in 1974. They went to a smaller caliber round um, because they realized that smaller caliber rounds made more sense for a military application. So they have, they basically took the 762 by 39 and shrunk the bullet down. Um, these. Rounds that have been very popular in the U.S. for a long time because they can have AK-74s um, and it's cheap surplus ammo. Uh, up to up till now, this is the first platform I've seen in Canada that uses that cartridge. Um, and <clears throat> okay, Hornady makes ammo. That's great. I I'm seeing that. However, unless you're starting to get uh, bulk surplus cheap stuff like 762 by 39 i'm not really seeing the benefit but i'm always happy to have more calibers available in canada so giddy up for this happening hopefully that means we'll start getting some surplus bulks 545 for you know 762 by 39 prices so that would be great for people and if it's in the xcr platform it's non-restricted so you can go and use it off range as well as on ranges so fun I think this overall is a positive, but the ammo supply needs to be there to support it. So it's such a weird looking bullet. (laughs) The 545 by 39. 
but I would I would have thought like stuff like the uh, eight five eight would have been chambered eventually in seven or in five four five instead of staying in seven six two. But I don't know the history of that platform in the Czech military, so I'm not sure. Hmm. Um, maybe or the Chinese we'll start things- uh, Type eighty one, right? Because that was made, uh, designed in 1981, and uh, they used 762 by 39. Well, yeah, I weird. Hopefully, there'll be some more platforms that will support it, and we'll actually start seeing this round show up. And there'll be another option for people who want to shoot uh, really inexpensive or relatively inexpensive surplus comp block ammo. I'm yep. fine with it. More people shooting is a good thing. Yep. Machine could bear. Yeah, well, there's, oh, yes. there's That's some you, MG34s coming in. <laughs> yeah, yes. I had to put this in. So Wolverine's got five MG34s uh, coming into country. These are semi-auto. You're not going to yep. be like, you know, laying waste to a gopher field with a full auto uh, MG34. <laughs> and if you did, boy, that would uh, that would cost quite a bit because these things are shooting 8 mil Mauser. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they've got some coming in. These are TNW versions, so these are semi-auto instead of, uh, instead of full auto. But... Uh, very cool. Uh, quite expensive, but uh, no, no. You know, the price is cheap. Sixty five ninety nine. It's all good for a oh. basically what's like a World War Two light machine gun. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. This is the 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 more refined version, uh, more expensive to produce than the MG forty two, um, that was released later in the war. Um, it's interesting that they they indicate a a rate of fire for this rifle even though it's semi-automatic so i'm not sure how you would produce eight to hundred eight to eight to nine hundred rounds a minute in semi-auto but maybe i don't don't know it's neat if i had sixty six hundred dollars plus tax that i didn't need i would have one of these for sure just for that oh yeah no it would be be fun to show up uh to the shooting range in like late october when people are setting in their their hunting (laughs) rifles oh yes yes (laughs) pop that down like yeah i think i'm thinking about getting a deer or something like that (laughs) well and and the beauty of this based on its age you can get cloth reproduction belts so you're not limited to five rounds you can actually shoot put two or 200 round belts through it it's it's just kind of fun but (sighs) $6,600 Sixty-six hundred dollars yeah. plus tax each. Yes. Mm-hmm. Again, the whole not not being independently wealthy thing. Right. You still, yeah. You still have to pay for your mortgage. Campro has some bullets and coming in. Adriel, you said that you wanted to talk about the, or no, Brian, right? Campro. Oh yeah. Apparently, I'm going to talk about this. Yes, I put my name on it because Quitter rage quit and he's not here. <laughs> um. Yes, and I am having a hard time. Oh, there it is. Okay. Do you do you do you buy Campro? I do. I use Campro for um, my nine mil ammo and okay. my and my five five six on in years when there's not amazing deals on uh, American Eagle. So, um, I've made good use of Campro fifty five grain, which is available here from Rangeview Sports at fifty one dollars for five hundred rounds. That's pretty decent. That's just the bullets. It's not loaded ammo. No. Um, I've also used their 124 grain ammo for nine mil. Now here, Range Pro has 147s, but it's a decent price, 92.53 for yeah. for a thousand rounds. That's I'm used to paying like 115 for a thousand rounds of 124s, so that's a good price. So if you're looking Where to seeing the one 
Oh, there you're seeing the 147s. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. great. It's the first, it's the that's, first one. That's yeah. really good. They also have 45 Colt 250 green, uh, 9 mil 115 Patui, um, 45 ACP 230 green, uh, round nose 10 mil or 40 cal 180s, um, 38s, 38, and 308 147s. So if you have a 308 that you want to run some, you know, semi auto 308. Sure, this is pretty decent. Like 116 bucks for 500 rounds of 147 308 bullets. That's, That's cheap. Good. Yeah, if you had like an that M14 that sweet. you're reloading for, that would be yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, 147. So, so, so people who have have made the error in choosing a, a semi-auto 308 that they want to feed ammo to, go get some bullets, reload for it. It's the cheap way to make things happen. So, oh, yeah, right. it's all good. Like, get after it. This is, these are great prices. So, okay, all right. So the last one we've already talked about, right? Yep, P three twenty. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Why go in order? I like, know that would be just, so that would be <laughs> like, thanks, Adriel. Just to, tonight. Right. Tonight, yes. All right. So main topic. So how you been? Come <laughs> <laughs> <Right> on. <laughs> uh, we had, we had, we had an interview lined up that would be very interesting, and we will get to that in a future episode because things, yeah, fell anyway. apart. What kind of what kind of matches and training are you guys going to do this year? We talked uh, earlier this year about what tra- like what you were yeah. planning on doing in terms of like what what you wanted to improve on. What kind of like now that there's more schedules out uh, now, now that you've yep. seen the uh, charity shoot, uh, what kind of matches are you guys planning on going to? And uh, and it, are you planning on taking any training this year? Good save, Adriel. By the way. Just have to say that he's kind of smart. The show should keep him around. I know. <laughs> well, I know that uh, Brian, you're you're all about training this year, um, but you're doing it smartly. Do you want to talk about what you're doing? Well, okay. So um, I have joined the Operational Shooting Association Milken Range. Um, so I will be sh- shooting more with them this year, even than I did last year. Um, they, I believe they are going to have like a three day service rifle course in the mm. summer. So I'm really hoping that's going to work out for me. Um, I haven't seen pricing. I've seen the dates. It would kind of work with my schedule. Um, I think maybe I've kind of mentioned it to Mrs. Bolivar and yep. she hasn't said heck no. So, you know, it might happen. Um, I am going to try and shoot some more CQB with the ORA too, because I kind of got away from that the last couple of years and I want to get back to it because it's just so much fun. Uh, and hopefully I'm going to get some more pistol training in with, again, with OSA, because I, I need to work on that. If I'm going to shoot national level matches, I need to get some pistol training. So, um, yeah, I think, I think that's important. I want to do well. It's, it's fun to do well. I, if, if I don't, I'm not necessarily going to, quote unquote win, but I want to do as well as I possibly can. And getting some training for that is, is always a positive. So um, I'll be doing lots of that. And hopefully then I will also shoot. I will actually take a maple seed course this year. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm going to be that guy, Kelly, literally, I'm going to be that guy. If you're in my area, I'll go. So, but you know, I'm, I'm literally, I am. So when we show up at the Berry range, yeah, that'd be great. Um, your accommodations are not going to be as plush this year. Oh. I'm just saying, because my wife and kids aren't going to Europe for a couple months, so the beds will be full. So, all right, I'm throwing that out there too. So, all right, okay. 
That's fine. Anyway, that's yeah, whatever. So that's that's kind of my plan um, okay. right now. Um, yeah, uh, I'm, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm getting now. It's been enough of a break where I'm starting to get excited about the idea of getting out and actually shooting. Going and shooting, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now I want some warmer weather. We haven't had Alberta cold, but it's cold enough it's that I haven't been really pretty close. To, yeah. And not just Alberta cold. We have had enough snow to. Yeah, we we didn't get the cold. We didn't get the snow. I I'm I'm happy really? to report that. Yeah, I have maybe an inch of snow on in my driveway. Serious? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, God, we're getting in the cold and the snow. Well, and you it- can you can have that. I live in a snow belt, and it's normally me who's getting pounded. So yeah, we're getting the lake effect snow, and we're just going to snow pounded <laughs> with snow. Angel, you and your filthy mind. Uh huh. All right, Adriel. What about you? What are you going to be doing? Uh, so I've got I got some stuff that's like planned, and I got some stuff that's just like, well, that's convenient and inexpensive, so why not? So <laughs> giddy up. Uh, yeah. Um, the first one probably I'm going to do this year is going to be a CQB a CQB clinic with Barney again. Uh, yep. He's going to be back at the Milo range in April. That range is amazing, and the course is fun, and I can't see a reason why I wouldn't go again. Uh, it's a bit of a drive for me. It's about five hours, but. Uh, I think we're going to get a whole pile of people from Edmonton here to all drive down. So maybe we'll do like a, a van or like a trailer or something like that. Yeah. And bring a pile of people down at once. Um, that CGB clinic, I'm going to treat that as because it's in April, which is pretty early on in the season. I'm going to treat that as my uh, pistol time and my trigger time on my rifle. Um, oh, which reminds me, I want to get a new trigger for my AR trigger tech. Yes. I want like the best single stage trigger. Hmm. I I do really like my trigger tech. Um, that being said, I've I'm on my second one, so I'm a little. Was the first one part of the recall that they had? No, it was not part of the recall. It just it and I I verified it like eight times that the serial number was not in the recall. Um, but it failed hard, and I uh, like. Min, like a few days before nationals they were really cool oh, yeah. and sent me a new one that was great however mm-hmm. companies that have really good warranty because they use it a lot isn't a good thing necessarily so mm-hmm. i'm a little leery um that being said i've got a geisley that's been sitting in a box since i've got it i haven't put it in our lower receiver yet hey. so i can't say you Did you get that at a really good price? Good yeah, I, I got yeah. it at a decent price, and I'm not telling you, Kelly. How about that? There, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm ask Wes how much you paid for it. You can, you can ask him. I'm pretty sure that neither <laughs> Wes or I remember now. That's, okay. Those are numbers we don't need to keep in our head. Oh uh, well, if um, it's just sitting around in a box, it's worthless to you. You might as well mail it to. Right. <clears throat> um, I've already had someone tell me they were going to sell it to me, and I had to politely decline. I'm impressed that I was polite. I really, I really was impressed that I was played. I, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if I don't find myself in possession of another AR lower this year. Really? Or it's, it could happen because, you know, changing uppers, that's a minute of my effort that I can. <laughs> Who's got time for that? Who's got a time minute for that? Of effort. Effort. Really? You got to pull out one pin and then you have to pull out another one. I oh, know, man. What are we doing lives? It's crazy. It's yeah. better to have two. It, it is better. <laughs> now, that being said, I, I do still, 
I did not get in on the whole Maccabee thing uh, right away um, because most of my competition shooting or most of the shooting that I would do with that is at a range. So it doesn't really matter if I, it's not restricted or not, but I could see it happening. So eh, we'll see. So, and that's really why I got the guys in the first place. Cause I was intending to get a Maccabee. So I don't know, maybe I'll just throw it in my existing lower just for fun. You know, throw a Geisley in just for, for S and giggles, you know, why not? What, right. what the heck? I've got <laughs> options. Get out of here, so, now I, I do like the trigger tech. It's, it's done me well. You know, when it's when it's not breaking, I'll see how this other one ha- uh, s- stands up and uh, get back to it. it's. I can't say it's a bad dish, a bad idea. It's a good trigger, and it's made in Canada, which I like. I'm a big fan of Canadian made stuff, just because you know I'm patriotic that way. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I I don't know if Geisley makes a single stage though. I aren't all their most of their triggers. Well, no, they've got a three gun trigger, don't they? Yeah, they have a three-gun trigger, which I'm yeah, pretty I sure. Get, yeah, so... Mm, mm. Mm. You know what? Adriel, you should actually do a review of Trigger Tech. So Trigger Tech should probably send you a trigger that you can do a review on. That's my I thought. Ask them. I should probably ask them for that. Yeah, yeah. I've got a yeah. two-stage RRA national match in there right now, which yep. is a decent trigger. Uh, but I also have a backup AR that's got a crappy mil spec trigger, and I kind of want to move the RA one to the crappy backup yep. rifle. I can understand. I want to get like a fantastic single stage trigger uh, on my uh, main three gun rifle because sometimes you got to shoot twice really fast, and single stages are better for that. Yep. Um, yeah, kind of. If you can't pull through like the basically no weight of a two stage trigger, you maybe need to exercise your trigger finger more. Come on. No, I'm I'm talking I'm talking I'm talking speed of splits. Uh, speed of split. Come on, does it matter? Oh, really? Come on. In the big <laughs> scheme of things, does it really matter? Now that being said, I'm fine with you spending money on a Canadian product or getting Canadian products sent to you for free. Whatever. 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 It's just yeah. I think yeah. Trigger Tech should do because you do good reviews of stuff. I will give you credit yes. for that. Yep. They're okay. No, yeah, no, like I've watched a couple. Yep, and if I end up with a full auto broom handle Mauser, it's your fault. It's your <laughs> review that sold that one. So yeah. uh if put like just the, the fact that it punches holes in the wall. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so I, I think I'm gonna get a single stage, probably a trigger tech, I guess. Um uh, I'm gonna go to that CQB clinic, get some trigger time on my AR and on my pistol, and do some fun positional shooting. Um shooting on the move is uh, is nice with that as well. Um, I'm going to do a Ferlachi course with Trevor and Matthew, and that's always nice for a little bit of uh, trigger time on the pistol. Uh, I'm probably going to go to the BC Redneck uh, Challenge, which is a, a large three-gun match. I mm. won't be able to do the big one in Saskatchewan because that's the weekend that the Ferlachi thing's happening. Right. So I'll, uh, I won't be able to make it to that one. Uh, I'll be hitting up the eighth annual charity shoot. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, at which I'm going to get my rifleman badge. Uh, badge. Just, 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 yeah. Badge. Patch. Badge. Certification. Patch. <laughs> patch. Now, t- now, Adriel, remember, it's not about getting a patch. It's not. It's You'll about getting yourself as a rifleman. Now, and I'm getting a better score than you. Is, uh, it, is that what it's about? Well, that's part oh, of it. Everything's right? a competition. Now, to be fair, <laughs> I've seen you shoot. You know your way around a rifle for sure. Yeah. 
Like I, I watch, especially when we went to the charity shoot last year, I was one of the ROs for one of the stages and I watched you shoot that stage and man, you did it well. You, you kicked my butt. You did well for sure. Like that, uh, AR one on the moving platform on the moving platform. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I stuck to, I went with my plan and I stuck with it. It wasn't a good plan. <laughs> Just <didn't work. laughs> Uh, sometimes you gotta shoot it to know it better but uh, hey you you did really really well on that stage did you win that stage yeah yeah that's we'll see yeah you know your way around a rifle for sure man Uh, i think i think your personality is good for it like you are pretty laid back you just you figure things out you watch other people and you listen and then you just you you do it you're pretty relaxed now Yeah. yeah You and you compete hard, yes, and you're not a knob about it, so yeah, you're different than other hosts of the show. (laughs) 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 Oops, do do we feel the boss rolling over somebody? (laughs) No, he's my friend, Uh, anyways. Okay, (laughs) awesome. Um, I'm gonna fit a a whole bunch of three gun matches in there, I'm gonna try to do a bunch uh, at my local league. Um, I've been helping out, um, with getting sponsors for it and, uh, man, we're going to, it's going to be a kick butt year. Uh, I'm going to try to go to one in cold Lake and I'm going to try to hit one of the ones up in Calgary as well. I wouldn't mind getting up to peace river and grand Prairie. They've got a, a, a really strong league out there as well. Um, so just a, a pile of three gun as much as I can fit in and not get divorced. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good plan. That balance. Yes. Yeah. 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 For sure. Brian's trying to do that as well, right? And every day I am trying <laughs> to find the work-life balance. play balance for sure. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe an Ipsic uh, match or two, but honestly, like with the ref, I don't know if I'm going to be able to layer it on. I, and I, the only reason I have that in there is that would um, really focus me on my pistol game. Where I think I have a lot of time to make up this year in three gun is by like, uh, improving my pistol game. So yeah, you've mentioned uh, that before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm going to, I'm going to do my dry fire. I'm going to uh, get more rounds down range. And uh, if I can, I'll, I'll, I'll try to squeeze in if it's sick or two, but right. just, okay. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Kelly? So I too am going to be attending a CQB clinic with Barney. It's going to be in May. It's one of the only ones that uh, I'll be able to attend because of maple seed. We're going to be traveling. So, because of CQB, uh, I do want to get in some time with my AR and, and start shooting that. And yeah, I'm going to have to get to the range before I head to the click as well with it. Um, again, because we're trying to uh, we're trying to introduce known distance. So and uh, in order to do that, you need to have an AR or some other center fire rifle. So, what kind of optic are you running on your AR? So I got a new one for Christmas, remember? It's the Bushnell AR. Um, oh, yeah. PCL yeah, or so the 39? No, 3-9. Ah, so, yes. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So I still have to actually uh, mount that, too. So I haven't had a chance to. So I'm going to go whoa, in whoa, and... Whoa, 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 wait a minute. You got an optic what? at Christmas, and it's January 18th, and you haven't mounted it yet? No, I haven't. Exactly. I know. Girl, I know. you are doing it wrong. I know. Are you are you going to get a gamer with it and put like a forty five degree offset red dot so that when you're uh, when you're doing the CQB clinic you can you can be yep. going like that? Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah yeah you've got the vortex. Oh, yeah, 
Yep. Strike fire, right? That would be awesome yep. in a 45 degree mount for sure. It's great big heavy <laughs> red dot. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. I love it. So, yeah. So, I'm going to do the CQB clinic. We have, uh, so we're thinking that we probably will have more than 25 um, maple seeds. So, I'm not going to have a lot of time over spring slash summer slash fall because it's going to be a lot of maple seeds. We're going to be going to BC this year. We're going to be incorporating our in our East Coast tour. We're going to go to PEI as well as Nova Scotia and New Brunswick. And so, I'm not going to get a lot of time for myself at the range. So, one of the things that I do want to do, though, is when we are doing our courses we're going to start adding the instructors to the line as well so that we can get some shooting time into so nice cool yeah. good for you yeah 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 good for you because yeah. could you be considerate with your days in alberta and pick a weekend i can go sure no 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 she's 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 branching into cqb and other you know like real events not this what do you mean real stuff? event so, go, yeah like come on let's Let's give her some time. Yes. Oh, so, did I say that out loud? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, she did. So we're going to go to BC. We're going to go to Alberta. We're going to go to Manitoba and Saskatchewan. Now, I think that we're going to have to break them up a little bit because of the fact that we do have some things going on in June. Uh, I think we're going to BC in June. We just have to firm up some things there. And then we have... Well, the guys got like a fantastic tan from uh, from their cross epic cross-country tour last year. Wasn't that good? The outdoor is like all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we're actually going to go to BC in June and then come back for the charity shoot. Do a couple more... Um, do a couple more courses here in Ontario and then go back out west. So we'll probably be out west in the fall. So. Cool. Yeah. The worst the worst part of all that is all the flying. Cuz there's just nothing worse than well, flying. Well, we're not going to be flying uh out east. We're going to take the trailer and we're going to go and do the the traveling um out east with the trailer. It's a lot easier to get out to New Brunswick with a trailer than it is to get to be Yeah. With just one. just just by just by many time zones. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Many many many. 1000 kilometers. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that, sure. yeah. And uh, the other thing that I did talk about a little bit about the fact that um, Valkyrie Defense, so I have a gift certificate for that. Kevin has one as well. And then so so does Jay Hines as well. Um, so we're trying to figure it out so that we can get down there, all of us, and do a little bit of pistol training as well. Which is in Ohio, by the way. Which is in Ohio. Who don't yeah. remember. Yes. Ohio. Which is in Ohio. Although it's not training. I, it's uh, shooting with friends right now. We're just going to say it's shooting with friends. It's not exactly because training would be wrong. Yeah, yeah. So, shooting, shooting with friends in an organized fashion—that's yes. what we're going to call it. Yeah, there yes. you go. So that's what I'm planning to do. So I'm hoping to get. So I'm going to be spending every weekend at the range, and when I'm there, uh, hopefully I'll be able to get on the line every once in a while. Cool. Yep, that's it. Listener feedback. Why don't we go to that? And that's see, a good idea. Uh, yeah. So speaking of Brian, why don't you uh, tell us what Charlie has said to us? All right. I win. I win the sweepstakes. I get Charlie. Okay. Hello, yes. Slamfire Radio. I only recently discovered your podcast. So please forgive me if this topic topic has been covered. I think an interest, interesting topic would be a detailed explanation and comparison of the various firearm advocacy I can never say that word. Advocacy groups? Either, whatever podcast I'm on, I can't say that word. Okay. A promotion 
organizations in Canada. It would be great to hear what unique and or redundant role each plays and which organizations would be best to support. Up until very recently, I had only ever heard and supported the NFA, but now I understand there is also the Canadian Coalition for Firearms Rights, Canadian Firearms Institute, Project Maple Seed, Coalition for Gun Control. Uh, just kidding. Yeah, that don't support them. Great okay. podcast. Thanks for taking the time to create it. Well, okay. Can I mention one thing? Sure. So, Charlie, yes, Project Maple Seed, we're not a, we were a fire. Apolitical. We're apolitical. We actually teach people the fundamentals. Of, so, we're not actually a uh, advocacy group. Yep. Although, you're kind we, of a promotion. You're kind of a promotion do, group. Right. We support you actually joining the CCFR or Canadian Firearm Institute or anybody, but we actually are not yeah. one ourselves. But we do talk. And we, like our, our answer on this might be a little bit biased. Yes. Um, well, yeah. Yeah. All of us are, are officers for the Canadian Coalition for Firearms. Oh, right? no, I'm no officer. Not all of us. Well, no. Not Brian's Ryan. not. Brian, but I'm not. Eventually, yeah. he will be. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so every single one that you mentioned though the nfa the, the ccfr or the cfi and uh the cssa CSSA is one of these missed yeah out. canadian oh, shooting it's, sports it's, association yes yes uh every one of them is different so there's a firearm advocacy group out, out there for you uh you just have to figure out what it is and i know he wants us to actually explain all the differences. Um, I and I'm I'm not an expert on all of them. Um, I do know that the Canadian Shooting Sports Association focuses more on uh, working the legislative side and yes. talking to m members of the of the government, whereas the Canadian Coalition for Firearms Rights really more speaks to non governmental people, the the general public, um, in trying oh. to promote, you know positive ideas and, and thoughts about in right. education that that sort well, of thing that's actually not true because oh, well, okay. in some ways because the canadian coalition for firearms rights we also actually have a lobbyist so which will talk to members of parliament um legislative bodies different things like that now the cssa they do not have a registered lobbyist however the nfa does so but he's not overly active um so but everybody approaches things from different angles. Um, uh, it, yeah, it's you have to figure out which one you're going to support. Some of them, or or hey, well, don't don't limit yourself to supporting one. Many oh, no. of us support m multiple. Right. Um, yeah. So most of us, or not most of us. Okay, I, I am a generalization. Some of us have at least one, if not two or three, different memberships. I did up until recently have three. So. There you go. Yeah. All right. I, and honestly, I don't know much about the Canadian Firearms Institute. I have never invested any. Uh, nice people. Uh, Piper is uh, works in the admin office there. She was actually not at the charity shoot from the summer that just happened, but at the one prior to that, um, mm -hmm. they uh, auctioned off a, or not auctioned, raffled, raffled off a, uh, a pistol and super nice. Um, they do more, uh, they do more of the, uh, the ranges themselves as opposed to individual, um, memberships. So they're just a small organization, but still nice people. Um, 
Yeah. They're, they're about education as well and putting together some programs. So, yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm going to throw this back at Charlie. Um, I, Charlie, you should get on the Googles and the internet and do some research and report back to us on what you found. Now, the Canadian Coalition for Ground Control, probably not something you want to spend money on. Just saying. But it's fun to research. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever actually read the stuff on their website? It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Give him a call, talk to him a little bit. Yeah. All right. So, Adriel, you want to talk about what Clay has said to us? Yes, from Clay. Hey, all. Happy you all had a good holiday season. Forgive me if this was already covered on a past episode, but please feel free to point me uh, towards it. If it was already discussed, I'm still catching up. I was hoping since most of you seem to have a lot of experience with 1022s, you could point me in the right direction. I'm looking to swap the red dot out on mine in favor of a three to nine or a oh, two yes, to seven please. power scope. Yeah, anything. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the accuracy and reliability as much as possible without spending more than a few hundred bucks. Which modifications would you do first, and why? Uh-huh. Mm. I let me so, uh, let, let me go through the rest of this, and then you guys yeah, can go, like go. you guys can go All after right. it. Uh, so many options. I noticed the BX drop-in trigger is available for around $140, and uh, some others are almost $500. Uh, I know for sure I would like to do an auto bolt release, an extended mag release, but other than that, I'm not too sure. I would like to build something maple seed ready if and when they make it to BC, which sounds like it'll be this year. Uh, any insight would be much appreciated. Always, I'm glad to see Brian has become a regular, but the show just isn't the same without Matthew interrupting. I disagree it. totally <laughs> with this. <laughs> Why? No, nobody oh, misses Matthew oh, interrupting oh, people. That's terrible. <laughs> now you interrupt. Perfect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, you saw uh, what I did there. He has, a, he has a PS too that we can address. Yeah, as well. his PS is a T-shirt order on the horizon anytime soon. Yes, as soon as we get our butts around to it. We, and by we, I mean me. Yeah, <laughs> but you've been busy. Yeah. So, so he wants to actually do some 1022 modifications. So the first one you really need to do because it's one of the big faults of a 1022 is the uh, paint job. Auto- <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it's gotta look sexy if it's gonna yeah. shoot sexy for well, you're sure. Switch it out to make hole. Anyways, uh, so no, you have to do the Autobolt release, and it's easy to do. You can either purchase it, or if you have a Dremel or a file, you can actually do it yourself. Uh, go to YouTube University, or if you do attend a Maple Seed, we actually have been known to do the math there. Uh, those as well afterwards. Um, the other thing that you should do, absolutely do as well is the um, the extended um, Meg release. So last week we had on Matador Arms. Yeah, if you go and buy theirs, it's going to last you. It's a it's quality product as well. Um, yeah. Um, what else should you be doing? Uh, you can modify the trigger or you can put in a very nice uh, new trigger. Yes, they can cost up to $500. Um, but you don't really need a trigger. Um, 1022s don't have the worst trigger in the world. No, they don't. They don't. Uh, Kelly, have, have you had any experience with the BX? I, I have not. I haven't. <laughs> Oh, okay. Fair enough. No, uh, I do know that I do know that um, SFRC is starting to carry them. I believe so. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah. I, I think spending five hundred dollars on a ten twenty two trigger is maybe not the best use of your money. I I would put some of that money into an optic. Yes. Um, 
Your oh, red yeah. dot is not going to be a precision optic. It's not no. what a red dot is for. No. So he is right. So three to nine or two to seven. Two to seven uh, should be up. It's for a ten twenty two. That's perfect. I run a vortex crossfire two scope rimfire scope. It is perfect. It's a two to seven as well, and it's nice, crisp, clear. Um, vortex. Actually, is... I was looking for one. So that's the one you'd recommend, Kelly. Is the two to seven crossfire oh, yeah. rimfire? Yep. Is it a rimfire yep. specific one? Yep. Hmm. Now, now, Kelly, does that have like like a BDC or a, a adjustment dials that are calibrated for twenty two? Yes. Which? It's, yes, uh, is not the correct answer. <laughs> adjustment dials that are calibrated for the okay. twenty two. Yeah. 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 So, so it's. I prefer the reticle, but yeah, that's fine too. I'll yeah, just set it, it at fifty it yards and call it a day. It depends on what what type of shooting you're doing. If you're shooting a maple seed, you're only shooting at twenty five yards. If you are okay. going to shoot extend that rifle out beyond later it's nice to have either a bdc that is calibrated or adjustment dials the advantage of adjustment dials is you can adjust you can set you can note what the correct adjustment is for your ammo whereas a bdc you're stuck with it you can't change it so if it's not doesn't match your ammo then you're kind of you gotta do some kentucky elevation in addition to the bdc so yeah, you might have to run like uh, uh, between dot two and three is at this distance or something like yeah. that, right? As long as you as you know what it is and just put it on a piece of paper, laminate it, stick it on your stock so you can reference it. It's it's easy enough to do. It's not it's not rocket science. Or put it on your wrist like a quarterback, like pretend like you're you cool. Pretend you're cool, but yeah, just yeah, like I do. Pretend I'm cool. <sighs> Cabela's had a sale on the Nikon one, the Nikon P twenty two that I was looking at. Mm-hmm. But uh, it had like those big turrets on the outside, and I don't like big turrets on a on a gun that I'm going to be potentially like hitting around on things because you can zip them off and then you're off uh, off target. Oh yeah, that that that's true. If they don't, it's really nice if you can have target turrets that also have caps, so you can cap yep. them when you want to cap them, and then take the caps off later when you want to dial. That's right. that's kind of the yeah. It is a version of the best of both worlds so but lots of options out there for rimfire scopes three to nine two to seven there's not really that big a difference it's pick which one you find it's either the cheapest and or the most available what about the diamondback uh cabela's has the vortex diamondback two to seven by 35 bdc for 159 right now Probably not a bad option. Yeah. Yeah. How does it compare against a crossfire i haven't i haven't had a a vortex like the lower end vortex scopes before so the crossfire, it's it's better. It's a good. It's it's a good scope for you. you probably at that point, you're probably looking at visual clarity. So yep. look at each one across the store and see which if you see any distortion and yep. Cool. Know, again. Yep. Yeah. It's, right. it's hard to go terribly wrong with that stuff. With you know Nikon or or Cabela's, even Cabela's branded stuff is yeah. probably decent. Cabela's will stand behind their stuff too. So, like, yeah, yeah, it's cheap, but you know what? If anything happens to it, they'll stand behind it. So, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like you're putting a thousand dollar scope on on it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, for sure. So, the other thing you might want to do is looking at different furniture for it. So, I have Magpole on mine. Uh, I know Trevor has Magpole on his. uh, But, yeah, you can switch that out too because if you do have Magpole, it's like Lego for adults. You can build things at that switch at the cheek risers different things so yep 
There's lots of options out there. Yeah. There's all kinds of options. If you do have a 1022, you can actually pretty much, oh, bull barrel as well. So you might actually want to look at that as well, switch out the pencil barrel and, and put a, a bull barrel on it. Yeah, well. and I frankly find the barrel options for a 1022 to be a bit overwhelming. I'm, yep. I've, I've thought about it. We'll see whether or not I save up some money later in the year and put something on it. Um, but are, yeah. They're not terrible. The factory barrels aren't awful. No, they're good. They're not bad. Yeah, but I mean, there's always options later on, and they're dead easy to change out, right? Like you just unscrew two castle nuts and pull your old barrel out, put the new one on, and you're in like Flynn, so to speak. I believe that's yeah. There's not a whole lot to it, so it's it's easy. At least you don't need to take it to a gunsmith and get it installed and and all that stuff. So no, but you could. you could, well, you could. It's always good to support your local gunsmith or take an Allen key and turn some turn some bolts. All right. Yeah. Adriel, you okay there? I'm cutting yep. in and out. All right. I'm good. So I'm going to take this one from John McLean. So it's yippee Kaye slam fire. Happy New Year. So this has come in quite recently after the new year. Uh, I'm quite far behind on episodes, slowly catching up. And I listen to 25 podcasts, so it may be sometime before I'm up to date. I heard episode 182 a couple of days ago and should hear 183 tomorrow or Monday on my way to work. I now have an official introduction to both Kelly, the classy one, and Adriel, the hunting gear guy. Nice additions to the show. Earlier today, I received a newsletter from uh, Gun Mag Warehouse. Uh, there's a short article on a new firearm from Franklin Armory. I know it isn't, it's knit. Oh, sorry. Not, not unusual. <laughs> not unusual. I'm actually reading what's written here. So it's not unusual in Canada to own a, a sh- short. short. <laughs> or short. shirt barreled rifle. Might be shirt. I'm going shirt. No, that's not right. Short barreled rifle. Uh, it's not unusual in Canada to own a short barrel rifle. That's right. We're allowed to own them. Uh, but here it's a big PTA. So you know what that is. It costs $200 in a tax stamp and a six to 12 month wait. Hold on a second. I just realized how long this email is getting. There is no way Trevor will be able to get through it. That's Which is probably true. why <laughs> rage quit and didn't show up. He read your email, John, and he, he quit. That's right. what happened. To make a long story short, I'm introduce- including the URL for the article. For some odd reason, my phone won't post the URL as a link. I'm sure it's too much work for Matthew or Trevor to copy and paste, so I'll have to count on Adriel or, or Kelly, or in this case, Brian, because Matthew is um, mm-hmm. off in a little while. So the URL is there. We're going to post it into the show notes so people can actually have a look at it as well. For those of us living in the South, uh, news like this is exciting. Love the show. Keep it up. Regards, John McLean. So, thanks, John McLean. That's not really his name, by the way. <laughs> it would be awesome if it was. No way. But no. the best listener ever. So, if you would like to send us an email, please do, because we like hearing from you, slamfireradio at gmail.com. And in that, you can include all kinds of different things like news, or you can actually tell us about anything that's happening in your neck of the woods so that we can do announcements on it, or you can even send us an email just telling us how bad we are or how good we are or anything in between. Okay, so so getting back to John's email, he's actually talking about the Franklin Armory... Oh, yeah. um, 
it's launching a short build firearm with an AR stock and ATF approval. So right. there's it's been I've I've seen some of this stuff on the interwebs leading up to Shot Show. No one really knows what Franklin Arsenal has done to create a firearm that has a barrel less than 16 inches with a stock that is not considered a rifle. However, speculation is that it's maybe smoothbore or something. Um, well, there's there's a weird um, area that you can get classed in. So there there's rifle, there's pistol. Pistol's okay to be a short build, but it has to be a pistol. And then there's firearm or any other weapon. Any other think, weapon. So yeah, there's yeah. one of those classes where you don't need a tax stamp. Yeah. So speculation is this will fit in as an any other weapon. What that actually means in terms of what you're getting to get this, we're not sure yet. Um, Shot show will reveal it apparently. So, so we I don't guess. know anything about it until shot. Yeah. And and honestly, for for us in Canada, it's 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 an AR platform. It doesn't matter. It, it's restricted. Know, we can. It's Short restricted. It's treated the same way either way. So, it is how it is. So right. Yeah. But we're allowed to own short barrel rifles here. Well, mm-hmm. we're and allowed short shotguns. Yes, with the same restriction as any other short barrel. Absolutely. Rifle. Yeah, You're right. semi-auto. Yeah, so it's yes. it's still not as cool as having a an NFA firearm, say in the states, where you can actually use it outside of the range and all that deal. Yeah, I know. So, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying that we can own one, and they have to pay two hundred dollars with for a tax stamp. Yeah, uh, two hundred dollars, so I could use it anywhere. Giddy up! I will sign that check over <laughs> to the government anytime. All right, fine. Yeah. All right. Sorry, uh, you're just not going to argue successfully gun laws between. Canada and the States, ours are more dumber than theirs. Mm-hmm. Dumber? Yes. More dumber. Yes. More dumber. But we can get more stuff dumber. online. Yes. There's, and mail yes. to our home. That's mm-hmm. true. Yes. yes. No, or or snail, even snail mailed. It's really hard to email a gun, Kelly. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> really hard. All right. <laughs> You, know, oh, you can right. email some uh, uh, 3D models. Oh, you didn't go there. there. Oh, don't go. Oh, careful. No. You wouldn't Somebody. download a car. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> All right. iTunes reviews? We have none. So send us an iTunes yeah. review or Beanpod or anything other, anything else you use. Uh, yes, so we can get noticed a little bit more. Uh, get out there to other people as well. Do we have shout outs? That's pretty empty there. No shoutouts. I got a kind of, I, you know what? Ollie will shout out Gregory May. I'm sorry. Hey. You've, you have dived down that rabbit hole of your own volition. I got yes, no help for yes. you, dude. He'll know what I'm talking about. No one else will, but he'll know what I'm talking about. Oh, so. okay. Well, you're not going to yeah. let us in on it. Uh, no. No. I might I might offend other listeners when I, oh. when I pick on Greg about this one. It's just good natured ribbing. So yeah, okay. it is what it is. All right. He's a pretty good guy, eh? I like him. Yeah. I, yeah, I want to see. Yeah, for sure. Cool. cool listener. And also he has uh I think that he's uh embraced the the I don't know, us. Um so he is really getting on board with a few different things. So hopefully uh we're hoping that he'll join the Maple Seed crew. Um, but also the fact is that, yeah, he's a pretty darn nice guy too. Like, yeah. Recently, Brian, you posted something and I donated to it and Greg donated I, I to it right after. Yes. And- I was really, uh, really happy with you guys for doing that. That was, yeah. that was great. Oh, so yeah. yeah, I'm doing a, a bit of a 
charity fund fundraising run for sick kids in uh, Toronto. And mm-hmm. I'm going to be running in the snow. Yes. Of my own volition. I need pictures. Oh, I'm sure there'll be pictures. No polar bears chasing you either. Nope. No, <laughs> probably not. No, no. So anyway, right. crazy. Man, a year ago, I would not have been in the position I'm in. All Life right. Takes some funny turns when you are in your mid-40s. Yes. You either buy a car or you get in shape, one or the other. <laughs> I'm technically I'm doing both. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Cool. Yeah. Well, it's kind of yeah. Anyway, that has nothing to do with guns. So, we'll, we'll, no. Yeah. Or you yeah. buy guns. All right, Adriel. Do you have a shout out? Should I have a shout out? No, I'm just getting something. <laughs> Did your wife make you dinner before yeah. the show or after the show? You can shout no. out your wife. That's the thing now. No, she didn't. No, oh. she doesn't watch no. the show either. So, okay. No. And I don't have any shout outs either. So. Yeah, and Matthew and Trevor, they're not here. So guess what? They don't they don't get any nope. shout outs either. Um, shout out to is- Trevor's cat Steve. <laughs> I think this is maybe the first time Trevor has actually rage quit the podcast. I think I think that might be true. I don't know. I think today's it I you know what? I don't know if we should have done an episode today. It was like everything we tried to do just did not. I'm not work saying out. he's not justified in rage quitting, but it's I think it's the first time. Hmm. It might be. The, live, uh, the live recording worked fine. This was great. It's easier to see you guys. I'm, I feel like I'm interrupting you guys less and uh, just get that little bit of face to face time, right? Yeah. It's nice it's to see cool. you. I wish I could figure out how to have my meme at the bottom of, of the screen, but whatever. Yeah, it, it, would, it would cover up my sponsor's logo, so that would be a bad thing. Yeah, you don't want that. No. 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 All right, uh, Patreon. We do not have any new Patreon uh, Patreonies. However, we're going to be putting out a Patreon show tonight. I think if we can, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah sure. Let's why do not? that thing. All right. So, sure. but we would like you to actually um, support us if you can. If you can, that'd be great because what happens is we actually are able to put out content to you. All this wonderful ran- rambling and yeah. So the Patreonies, yes, and more. And so if you do become a Patreonia as well, don't forget we are going to be sending you some swag. I think, Adriel, there was one or two people that have sent emails recently. I'm so far behind. I'm so far behind. So we're hopefully going to send you out that stuff. Uh, We have some – so when they become Patreonies, do they have to actually send us an email and with their address? And, and some of them have, and I and, you know, depending on who's setting up the listener notes for the show, I haven't been looking at the email Mm-hmm. So I need to go back through the email and find people's addresses. Yeah, there's a couple. So okay, all right. So Adriel will be getting on that soon. For those mm-hmm. of you who are listening, and uh, yeah, so with that money, what happens is we actually pay for the ability to to podcast, um, and we also do other cool things too. Like we are going to be sending Adriel out to the charity shoot. So we wanted to thank everybody for yeah. contributing to that. So yeah. Yeah. Just to clarify, didn't you guys get a laptop for Matt last year? We did. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he's using it well right now. He ran. He took it and ran. So <laughs> yeah, that's one of the oh things. My, Go ahead. Oh my gosh, Gletcher makes uh, Luger's too. Did you oh. know that? They don't make full auto Luger's, but oh my god, they make Luger's. Yep. Oh my goodness. Are you good? This is all your fault, Adriel. Are you looking at Canada Ammo? They've got some yeah. D prices. Yeah. All right. 
Sorry, squirrel. <laughs> I shouldn't be on the internet while I'm doing the show. I apologize. No. But uh, okay, so we're going to sign off now. So uh, yeah, go and join one of those advocacy groups that we were talking about, the CCFR or the CSSA. Uh, you go out and do some shooting, please, because you know it's fun. So go take an IPSC uh, course, or you can go to a Maple Seed. You can go and shoot some three gun matches that are going to be popping up soon everywhere, is because it's going to be spring soon. And check us out on Gun Owners of Canada because we post there every week. We would like to hear from you, by the way. Um, not much chatter going someone, on there. Someone posted there this week, and they're oh like, boy. "Why did you like you guys don't even post here?" And I'm like, "Oh, sorry, maybe we've been missing shows. We're not missing shows though. I, I just I checked; they're all on there. It's just no one uh, no one discusses too much. But like we no. we do post when people post on there. So if you do actually say something, then we'll talk back to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah." I I log in there at least once a week. So do I, yeah, yeah. Mostly usually. mostly lurking though. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I haven't. Yeah, I have not been. Yeah, I haven't been there for a while. Yeah, it's the nice site. People are nice there, as mm-hmm. opposed to some other ones that people are not so nice. Anyways, uh, give us a like on Facebook, and that's not up to date, so I'm not going to tell you how many we have. So some. Yeah. So do we? End this with a big, you know, rage quit. <laughs> All rage quit. Put, you got to put your hand in and you can say one, two, three, two, rage, three rage quit. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.